Hello there, welcome to a brand new episode of Fortuna Podcast, Navigating Life and Relationships. I hope you had an amazing weekend and I hope you enjoyed the previous episode. So today we are going to be reminding ourselves of Abba's return and it's quite interesting because this was not the plan. However, yesterday, right before church, I took a quick nap and while I slept, I had a dream that I was at a wedding, this really grand, beautiful wedding, you know, so beautiful, so, you know, magnificent, but there was something weird. I felt a very strong presence at that wedding to the point where I was almost in tears. I literally woke up with tears in my eyes when I stood up from that dream and it was just a very strong presence. Thankfully, I recognized some people at the wedding. Now, right before I woke up from that dream, I had a knowing in my spirit in the dream where the Holy Spirit said to me that I was at the marriage of the Lamb or the wedding of the Lamb. Now, this is a term that is seen um, in a lot of places in the Bible, Revelations, in John, and it just reminds us of the return of Abba. Remember that the Bible calls us the bride of Christ. Now, there's no bride when there is no bridegroom. So if it calls us a bride, it means that there is a bridegroom, which reminds us of the story of the five virgins, the five wise virgins and the five foolish virgins. The Bible tells us that the five wise virgins had extra oil to the point that even when the bridegroom delayed, they had enough oil to last them. And so when he returned, they were able to go into with him for the wedding. But the five foolish virgins had to go get extra oil and so missed the return of the bridegroom. Now, what does it say to us? It tells us that our bridegroom is returning soon to take his bride. You and I and the rest of the church are that bride. Now, the question that we need to be asking ourselves is, are we ready for our bridegroom? When you think about any bride who is about to get married, you find that they are very excited, very expectant, and just looking forward to the return of their bridegroom. Now, is that the case for the church? And I ask this, you know, saying the church, but I'm asking you personally, can you say that you are ready for the return of the bridegroom? I'll let you answer that. So today we're just going to look at five things that we should be doing in reminding ourselves of Abba's return. It is so close now, honestly. I woke up from that dream. I wasn't scared. I was just in a state of wow. You know, at the magnificence of the wedding, at the presence that I felt to the point where I couldn't even stand up straight and I just had tears in my eyes. Not the kind of tears where you just sniff and that's it. No, the kind of tears that you are literally wailing. <laughs> Those are the kind of tears I felt there. And I'm guessing it was because of that presence, right? The glory of God was probably too much for my spirit to handle. But we know that when, we, when he appears, you know, we would have a capacity to see him, you know, as he really is. So we'll get right into it. First of all, it is very important that we are living ready. Now, someone might be asking, what does it mean to live ready? It means that while we await the return of Abba, we are loving God and loving men. Now, remember, this was the commandment. This is the commandment that God has given to us in his word. 
to love the Lord with all of our hearts, all of our souls, all our mind, and all of our strength, as well as loving our neighbor as ourselves. Now, this transcends every single thing in our giving, the way we spend our time, the way we choose to react to people who hurt us or people who love us. It includes everything. And so as we await the return of Abba, it is important that while we are loving him and preparing for his return, we are also loving the fellow human beings all around us that we can see on a daily basis. This is how God wants us to live ready. Secondly, it is important that we get aggressive about evangelism. Oh my God, guys. Remember the word, the Bible tells us that until the last person on this earth hears about Jesus, God will not return, right? And you might wonder why is that so? The reason is that when Jesus returns, no one is going to have the excuse of, oh God, I never heard about you. No one ever told me about you, okay? No one is going to have the excuse of ignorance, Okay. It is going to be a case that every single person had an opportunity to hear and accept Christ. And if by the time Jesus returns, you do not have Christ or you haven't accepted him, it is going to be a case of choice. So you decided, you know what, I don't want to accept Christ. It's never going to be a case of ignorance because that definitely would be unfair. So if we know that until the last person on the earth hears about Christ, it means that we would make that our sole mission, that every day, we are finding ways to tell someone about Jesus, to tell someone about the love of God and that he's returning to take us home one day. Now, it's very important that we are mindful of this because it's so easy to get comfortable in your own salvation. Okay, you've been saved, the Lord loves you, your friends are saved and it just appears all is good all around you. How about the people all around the world or in the rest of the world who are yet to hear about Jesus? What are you doing about that? Now, technology has made it so easy for us to share the gospel. It has made it so easy for us to reach tens and millions of people all around the world with just one click. How are we making use of that opportunity? Are we so full of ourselves and posting about ourselves, our lives to the point where we are forgetting that there is a larger mission which is to get the name of Jesus out there. Remember that Jesus Christ left the 99 to go find the one. Now, it doesn't make sense until you're the one, right? Until you're the one that Jesus came after. It wouldn't make much sense to you. So now that you've joined the 99, how about you join Jesus going out there to look for lost ones? As we await the return of Abba, God wants us to be aggressive about evangelism, share his love, share his word, share his spirit, share his power and now that's why the holy spirit has been given right so that even when we go out there and we're sharing the word signs and wonders follow when you look at the bible you will see that it was when the gospel was preached that there was a release of power to the point where there were miracles all around now some of us are anticipating and praying for the miraculous without taking evangelism seriously they go hand in hand we don't have the miraculous just to for sure or to say that we're christians no we have it to even draw more souls to christ to prove to people that we are not just coming in the excellency of speech but much more in the demonstration of power because this name that we call is powerful he is all powerful the bible says that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills when you read the book of job and you see how powerful god is and how he commands the stars and the moon and the sun it just humbles you to just see how tiny you are in the whole universe in the control that god has over this universe and it makes you even love him more because you realize 
oh wow i'm really not that important but even as unimportant as i am god chose to die for me and to love me it is such a mind-blowing realization and i just pray that each and every one of us come to that realization because it truly humbles you and gives you a heightened love for god as well as for your fellow human beings all around number three it is very important that as we remind ourselves of abba's return that we tell our hearts and minds as often as we can to keep our attention on the things that are eternal guys there is enough things in this world to keep you distracted from god himself to keep you distracted from evangelism to keep you distracted from god's return now you have a responsibility to instruct your heart and your mind now the bible tells us that when we accept christ he takes away our hearts of stone and he gives us his own heart his heart of flesh and that means that we receive a heart that is responsive to him and no longer to ourselves or to the world the bible also tells us to renew our minds we renew our minds by spending time in the presence of god by studying his word now if we aren't doing any of these things there is a high chance that our attention is on the temporary things which are the things in this world some of us are so fixed on chasing our ambition the things that we want to see and be in the next 10 20 years and don't get me wrong it's amazing to have aspirations but what is driving these aspirations is it so that we can be big and famous and rich or is it so that the name of the lord will be spread even further in this world now these are deep questions that we must sit and ask ourselves because half of the things that human beings seek in this world are all temporal and when the earth passes away they will all go away all that would last is the kingdom of god the bible says seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you if you're listening to me i even feel a heaviness in my heart as i say this it is important that we are not carried away with the temporal things of this world that thing that you are thinking of every day of your life at each waking moment is it going to matter in eternity if not can you please channel your heart and mind to the thing that will matter in eternity i'm not telling you to live a purposeless life i'm not telling you not to plan but i'm telling you to keep first things first and first things first is the kingdom of god moving on number four similar to number three do not get carried away in this world too many things are around to distract relationships marriage wealth prosperity good health forbes list getting verified on instagram and twitter these are enough distractions enough things that the world has has crafted so nicely to keep us from thinking about what truly matters please reject these distractions count them and see them for what they are they are distractions and it is important that we do not lose sight of jesus christ himself we do not lose sight of sharing him to the world and to the people all around us because when we stand on the last day very few things will matter guys very few things will matter remember what jesus christ said to martha he said you are worried about so many things but only one is important indeed only one and mary has decided to get that one thing just by sitting at the feet of jesus 
I know sometimes it sounds so mundane and so ordinary like wait so I just need to sit at Jesus's feet and that's it that's it that's it guys just sit at Jesus feet and learn and you'll be you'll, you'll be shocked to see how everything aligns right and I'm a testament to this okay every day I'm even still learning because I can be so ambitious and I can be so oh I want to do this I want to do that but every day I remind my heart I remind my mind I remind myself that hey none of this will matter when Jesus returns so I keep my eyes focused on that which will matter and so it helps me in how I live my life in the people that I choose to spend time with in the things I choose to spend time with the things that I choose to engage in you know it kind of influences everything that you do with your life finally as we remind ourselves of Abba's return it is important that we be true brides when a woman is getting ready to get married to a man what does she do she keeps herself pure she keeps herself holy you don't find a woman who is about to get married going around sleeping with men committing fornication and adultery you know just doing things that is going to stain her husband's whites quote and unquote she keeps herself for him now i'm trying to say that even as we await Abba's return even though we know that jesus christ has covered our sin and we have received grace it is no license for us to continue in sin because we know that grace abounds it is important that as we await our bridegroom we await him in purity and holiness the things coming out of our minds the things coming out of our mouths the things coming out in our actions all of these things matter to god we should not be grieving the holy spirit with the way that we live our lives this is me talking to myself as well we're challenging each other this is why we gather together in community and church as we spoke about last week to edify one another to encourage one another to continue to live holy righteous and pure lives now when we give up you know the whole being reliant on self to live a godly life it goes a long way because the holy spirit works out this godly spirit this godly you know living in us we're no longer self-reliant on telling ourselves you know or making it about something of motive like okay today i'm not going to lie today i'm not going to insult today i'm not going to do this no when you're reliant on the spirit it comes with much more ease and so this is me encouraging you you know if you're a christian who finds yourself constantly falling back into sin constantly falling into habitual sin maybe it's because you are self-reliant maybe it's time to hands off and allow the spirit of god to lead you and to teach you in this walk of faith because honestly there is no kind of self or goal resolution that is going to make you live a godly life it is only through the spirit of god the bible says that he works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure hands off hands off surrender and allow the spirit of god work in you I really hope that this episode challenges you to be reminded of Abba's return. It is so soon, guys. My favorite teacher says something. He says, we are no longer looking out for the signs. We are now listening for the trumpets. That is to show you how imminent the time is, okay? The signs are already all around us, so no one is looking out for the signs anymore. We are all just listening for the trumpets, and it could be any moment, now while we wait these things that we've just spoken about should lead us on what we should do what we should be doing even as we await the return of abba don't get complacent don't get satisfied and self-absorbed 
go out there win souls love god love people keep your mind and your heart on the first and important thing which is christ himself and be a true bride okay be a true bride live holy and pure lives if you want to see god because that's what the bible tells us in matthew 5 blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god how exciting will that be how exciting will the wedding be now just reminded of you know how grand that supper was how grand that wedding supper was that i saw in my dream i bet it's going to be a hundred times better than what i saw but that was still very interesting i wouldn't want any one of us to miss it so let's commit to reminding ourselves through this week through this month and the rest of the year of the return of abba because indeed it is close thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast i look forward to speaking to you next week this is fortune podcast navigating life and relationships love and light bye